Howdy everybody, it's old Cody over here. Welcome to another edition of the Cowboys of the Osage podcast. As always, I got my co-host with me, Mr. Rodeo Historian himself, Jimbo Snively. Hey Jimbo, what's going on and who do we got today? Hey Cody boy, it's another great day in Osage, man. Um, you know, here in a few days, October 15th and 16th, the Huskers host to the Women's Ranch Rodeo Association World Finals Rodeo. That's a really big deal. And uh, we've got the last participating co-founder of the Women's Ranch Rodeo Association, Miss Billy Frank. She's a seven times world's champion in that association, a three times average winner. And we're going to talk about how it all got started, about the finals coming up here, and no telling what else. We do have a tendency to get sidetracked once in a while. But uh, Billy, welcome to the Cowboys of Osage podcast. Great to be here, guys. Thanks. Welcome, welcome, Billy, welcome. So uh, let's get this baby rolling. Let's get this baby rolling. So tell us how this Women's Ranch Rodeo Association got started, Billy. I think alcohol was involved. <laughs> <laughs> Well, a lot of rodeo associations and things like that, alcohol was involved in the inception of different things. So I can totally agree with that. I think it was timing. It was good timing with the right people coming together at the right time because they had had uh, women's ranch rodeos for about nine years before we started the association. And... My first women's ranch rodeo was in 2004, towards the end of this season. And I really didn't want to go. I kind of made them fun of them because I just thought it was glorified sorting. And they had tried to get me to go the year before, and it was a lot of sorting events. And the only roping event was the calf and branding. And I said I'd rather go team roping. But in 2004, they talked me into going, and I wasn't their top choice because I didn't think I was competitive enough. Yes, ma'am. But they didn't know that I was. They didn't really know you did that. No. But anyway, (laughs) so we went to the first one, and it was kind of a, I don't know, things wasn't going to work out uh, because they had amends before the day, before ours, and it was nice and sunny up in Kansas City at the Saddle and Sirloin Club, and then it came uh, just a downpour, and it was just mud, and, and the guys of Kansas City didn't want to have it outside. I said, well, you have an inside arena, but it was just a little riding deal, and I said, we can make it work. Now, you're, I'm the person, this is my very first one, but I'm telling the producer, we can go ahead and have it. So I worked with him, and we got it going, and It was, I knew maybe two of the other girls on other teams. And when we went into our first event, every girl that didn't even know us was wishing us good luck as we go in. And we go in and we did fair and we come out and everybody says, good job. And I'm like, this is the craziest thing I've ever been to. You know, because everybody's wishing you good luck going in. Everybody's telling you good job when you're coming out. That's kind of wild. Well, we didn't do very good, but we had a lot of fun. They said, hey, there's one next weekend. You want to go? And I said, why the hell not? So we went, and we I think we ended up winning. I can't remember. And just so happened that um, 
the Western Horseman lady that does articles was driving by and saw the arena lights and just stopped by because she saw arena lights and ended up doing a story on Women's Ranch Rodeo before the association. And one of the ladies that she talked to said, there would never be an organization because women can't get along. Well, that didn't post until the next year after we started the association. So we kind of proved her wrong after 17 years, right? But the very last rodeo we had was at the ranch name that we rode under was at his, this gentleman's ranch in Beaumont, Kansas. And some of the girls got to talk and said, Bill, we really should start an association. And I said, yeah, we should. Because, you know, there's a lot of girls out there and I think there's more. There was one team from New Mexico, No Man's Land Beef Jerky was their name. And they was from New Mexico. And the rest of us from Kansas and Oklahoma. So we go to the Beaumont Hotel and have some drinks and eat steak. And in a couple of weeks, we had a meeting. Whoever was interested in starting the association showed up. And the rest is history. So anyway, our first finals was held that year in 2005 during the American Royal. Okay. Since the gentleman that had that rodeo at the Saddle and Sirloin was a board member of the rodeo part of the American Royal. So he got us in there. And so we was at the big Coliseum at our very first finals. It was way cool. Oh, wow. American Royal, that's a, that's a big old place. They've had some big rodeos there, Jimbo. Right, right. Well, most of the group, ladies that started this are the original. Were they working uh, ranch ladies, or did they just weekend, like, do the rodeo deal or the ranch deal, or just a combination of... A little bit of everything. I mean, some of the girls, they only team roped, but enjoyed, you know... Mm-hmm, right. But they were tough enough to mug something down. Right. Uh, and you don't have to be on a ranch, unlike the men's deal, mm-hmm. to participate. Um, and we, we've kept our events ranch-related, you know. So some of the girls that might have grown up in a ranching community but now have a town job, they can come. The girls that's married into a ranch that didn't start roping until later on, they can if you're tough enough and got the skill you can enter cool that's what it should be yep well you mentioned oklahoma texas and the beef jerky place out of new mexico three states now how many girls are competing in these women's ranch rodeos and how many states are they having the rodeos in well over the years you know this is this is a it's women right they get they get pregnant that's that's how that's the main reason why our teams fluctuate and uh, some years we'll have a lot of teams from a certain state. I don't know how that works. It, you know, one, one state has more pregnant women than the other. I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> it's that alcohol. <laughs> I, I assume alcohol. Kansas is a big, <laughs> it has a big showing now. Does Kansas right. have a lot of, a lot of teams now? <laughs> uh, believe it or not, no. I think there's just two members from Kansas this year. Oh, okay. What about Colorado? They got any teams involved in this? Yes, Colorado's got quite a few girls. Pretty salty girls. Where's the head office located at? 
I would say Kansas. It's in Kansas now? For the Women's Ranch Rodeo Association? I guess, yeah. Uh, two of the officers live in Kansas, so I guess, let's call it Kansas. Yes, ma'am. Have your events, have they changed a lot over the years or pretty much the same? We've kind of tweaked them a little bit. Uh, starting out, this is kind of interesting, starting out we had sorting and ranch sorting. We had pinning and ranch pinning. We had, everything had regular and ranch. So regular sorting just sorted three. Ranch sorting, you sorted as many as you could. Uh, ranch pinning, you had to go to the other end of the arena, open a gate, a horseback, get cattle out of a pen, bring them back, and show that your horse could come in and out gates, you know. Cause so we've kind of tweaked them down so people don't get bored watching, even though it showed your skill. Uh, we've brought back the ribbon roping this year, which I like to think it of uh, think of it as a, a modified wild cow milking, so you don't hurt someone's mom because you you can't heal it. You you can only head. Someone has to mug it, and then you get the ribbon off the tail, and you have to run it back to the circle. So that's like wild cow milking without milking. Uh, mugging wasn't the tie down mugging wasn't an original event, and we was going to have a rodeo in Latham, Kansas, and add it as a bonus. If you want to pay 50 more bucks and get in the mugging, and everybody said, well, hell, let's just add it. So okay. we added it, and the rest is history. That's everybody's favorite event. Is, really? Is so the uh, everybody that's not familiar with it, because there's a lot of people, and, the, and there's a lot of people that listen to this podcast that, that don't know what mugging is. Explain the event to us. Uh, what is mugging? Is it uh, this? I'm just going to throw what I automatically think about it. Do you head and heel one and tie their legs? You can. Okay. Or you can mug him down, just yeah. head him and bulldog and yeah. And then do you tie their legs and yeah. uh, do you got to have the rope off at the end? Uh, can yeah. you explain the whole event to us real quick? Okay. Are you doing something quick is an option. Oh, no, 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 no. Not real quick. Take your time. <laughs> take your time because me and Jim, we're not the smartest guys in the world. We need you to take your time to, to let us know okay. the, the ins and out of this mugging event because I'm interested in it, Jim. Right. I, I like a good it sounds mugging. sounds interesting. Yeah. Yeah, you'd like to be mugged by cowgirls. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> They're wild like ones. And the WRCA, you know, they call it stray gathering, or any men's rodeo that you go to, they call it stray gathering. But they don't mug them down, bulldogging. So what happens is you definitely have to head the steer, around the horns, half head, around the neck, legal head catch. And then you have the option to heal and and get him down or jump off and bulldog him down and then you have to do a three bone cross tie three legs together and have all the ropes off the heels off the head and call for time now many minutes ago <laughs> it's going to be faster to mug than it is to head and heel no all day long no no depends on the team depends on the team now many moons ago when we first started um, you'd take one or two heel loops, the people that would rather heel, and then you just bailed off. Now that we've gotten older, we'll take a few more heel shots instead of getting, you know, ran over by the steer. But there are a few teams that they have their mugging 
down to an art and there's a couple of teams that can beat you but there's some teams that rope really really good now that it's you know they can get it done quicker so it's just a team preference or if they're 800 pound steers I'm roping. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm roping if they're 800 pounds. Jimmy. <laughs> right, right. You know, if they're just three little 300 pounders and, you know, kind of look at your cattle and see what, what you're after, you know. I'd have some old kid talked into mugging, you know. Right. Some old big, <laughs> not real some bright big. kid from the, from the neighborhood. You know, believe it or not, um, some of the best muggers we have are probably the littler girls. It's all in their technique. I've seen some bigger girls that they could no more get down a steer than I've seen some hundred pound girls. Well, yeah, they don't shadow box them. They get on in there and and they <laughs> right. do what's called the spider monkey. They right. jump on them and and they don't let go, Jimbo, and it they wear them down. Lori Campbell told me once, um, the closer you are to them, Bill, they can't hurt you, or they can hurt you less if you're closer to them. Something to that effect. That's yeah. the old wise tale. It seems yeah. to be true, though. Might as well get in there. It's just getting close to them sometimes. Right. <laughs> Talking yourself into getting in there. <laughs> you know, my cousin. I used to talk him, and he was one of those guys we're talking about. Great guy, though. I used to have him have this great big loop outside here, Jimbo, with a pig and string. And he would put his... Uh, <clears throat> arm over the cow's neck and run it through that picking string and tie himself on and grab back back this direction and just <laughs> sit sit down and no matter what happened as long as he had his feet out in front of him he didn't get hurt but he did do a good job mugging he was a good job mugging and he was tied on too so there wasn't any letting go until we got the job done <laughs> wow <laughs> i think my oh, i got two wild mugging stories one of them was you know when we first started and uh, it was one of those ones we missed the first. I'm, I was the first one to head, and I'd missed. And I felt back then, if I missed my head loop, I had to beat whoever to the head because I didn't do my job. And it was in Caney, Kansas. And so whoever had it headed, the second loop caught. And so the, the rest of us, the three of us, jumped in there. And I mean, that steer ate our lunch and uh, came out blood and earrings pulled mm -hmm. out and all kinds of things. And one of the spectators said, you ever see the cartoon where all you see is like an arm fly out from the dust, a leg fly out <laughs> right. from the yeah. dust? Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, when they show fights, you know, just a ball of dust and an arm, a leg and whatever. He says, that's what you girls look like out there. <laughs> 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 oh yeah seen a lot of those cartoons right yeah right. been a part of a lot of those cartoons <laughs> all right what was the other one <laughs> then the other one uh teammate now nisa she likes to get a little froggy every once in a while she thinks that we just need to get him and we was in oh, gosh dang down by tulsa i can't remember the town anyway it was indoor and there was no air and there was old uh Tripping steers and bulldogging steers that was stiff-necked. Uh-huh, yeah, then, the best kind. Yeah, the best kind to jump off and think you're going to mug down. Yeah. God, he ate our lunch. I never, you know, just, God, he just wouldn't give up, and we wouldn't give up, and we thought we was going to die. We just, I've never been so exhausted in my life and no air. 
Oh, yeah, they get really, really stiff-necked after a while. So, uh, after that, and that was quite a few years ago, um, when they're big, we make sure and tell Nisa, don't go being froggy today. (laughs) 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 Don't be feeling froggy today. You just got to tell her, if she's big enough to start that fight, she's got to finish it, <laughs> right, right? right? There's no quit in her. There's no quit in her. Well, that's how you can tell the true competitors, Jimbo. That's right. how you can tell the true competitors, for sure. The ones that's not scared to get in there and mix it up. So how many events do you have? Well, uh, this year, I think we have a nine that they can choose from. We kind of switched it up, um, trying to help the stock contractors because you can't always get calves to drag. Uh, and they can pick, they have a minimum of three events that they can have now, uh, but you can have as many as five events in your rodeo. So uh, this year at the finals, everyone's going to get to see all of our events because the first round is going to be our classic five. Um, the second round is going to be the new events. And then the third round, the girls are going to vote what events they want to be in the third round. So I got a note so I don't forget. So what are your classic five events? Classic five is trailer loading. Okay. Sorting, mugging, doctrine, and calf branding. All right. Okay. Those are three great events or five uh, great events right, right. there. Three. Absolutely. Yeah, three. <laughs> yeah, just... You just want to do three. They got to do five. Three. three or five. I like I like five. The more, the better. I think it should be ten. Ten each go round. Right. Bull riding and everything. No. Why not? You don't want to steer, steer riding. <laughs> steer riding. <laughs> and then the second round, we've added steer Brandon, the ripping roping that we talked about earlier, uh, pinning, double team roping, and then we're going to mug again. So mugging uh, is in each round. What's a double team roping? Just what it's saying. So you do t- two team roping runs? Two, all four girls go out. Oh, okay. And head and heel and head and heel. You can't switch out. You, I'm your designated header. You're my designated healer. And then the other two girls head and heel, too. And time stops when the second steer gets... Now, are they in the same team? Yes. The two? Okay. Yes. And then the third go round, they're going to vote... Yep. Between the 10 events that they've already done mm-hmm. on the five events they want to do for the finals. They get to pick four on the third round. Gotcha. We're going to mug every, because everybody's favorite is the mugging. That's everybody's what? favorite event. Well, yeah, and, and wild cow milking, that was everybody's favorite at the ranch rodeo. You know, the men's. Oh, yeah, that's what, that's what you finish up with. Yeah, I'm going to save that for last. Yeah. So it won't be all roping. They've got to pick, I think, two sorting events so they can pick sorting, pinning, or trailer loading. The trailer loading, you sort and rope in. So Do, okay. you, do you have to stick with one horse, or can, can you use as many horses you want to, each individual? You have to stick with the same horse in each rodeo, in each round. Oh, okay. 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 But the next day, you could switch horses. If you or wanted something. to. Yeah, yeah, if you need to, but. Yeah. Are they giving the top horse award yes. away this year? Yes, sir. So if you want top horse, you better ride the same horse in all three rounds. Gotcha. Don't don't give your don't give him a rest between rounds like oh, who was the girl that did that at the national finals last year? Jimbo Haley Kinzel, but she still ended up winning the world. Yeah, she gave her good horse a rest. Yeah, between go rounds. Hmm. They I don't did. do that over at the women's ranch rodeo. No, no. Finals. 
They don't rest and the girls don't rest. Nope. Nope. We're having a good time whether we're in or out of the arena. Oh yeah, they do have a big time. We're gonna have a, it's gonna we're gonna have a hard time keeping them all out of the county jail down there. These women do get a little wild after the rodeo. You know, I grew up in Washington County, and I was told don't ever get thrown in Osage County Jail. <laughs> they, you know, it's instilled in my brain. For Amheiser Bush is one of the one of the sponsors, and they're delivering sixty cases of free beer for these ladies to have and indulge in after each one of their rodeo performances so all right that's gonna be uh, that's gonna it's gonna be pretty wild down there we're gonna at the fairgrounds kick, kick it off with anheuser-busch that's right the schedule for their women's ranch rodeo world finals um thursday night we got the kickoff party it's going to be really good what all what all is going on during the kickoff party that you know of billy I know we're going to have a Calcutta, Cody. Oh, yeah. We're going to have a great Calcutta. We're going to sell off all the teams. Them voting on those last five go-rounds kind of made it hard to sell the individual events, but it's going to be uh, three times your money on the go-rounds and double in the average, so five times your money. So the average will pay double what a go-round pays is in the Calcutta. And all the girls are supposed to tur turn in their stats. So... Uh, uh, so we know who to buy. Very good. Heard the stats. All right. Yeah, the the announcer for the event's going to be there. It's going to be a big to do. They're gonna. It's going to be a cash bar there, Jimbo. There's going to be food provided by the the cattle women, the Osage County Cattle Women's Association. They're going to be there, and uh, you get in the door for only ten bucks, and it all goes right back to the Women's Ranch Rodeo Association and the cattle women's on that particular night. Right. We're sharing our proceeds uh, for the rodeo and uh, the kickoff party with Osage Cattle Women. Yes. It's going to be a heck of a good time. Everybody's invited. Come on down. You can uh, buy your tickets right at the door or online. Just go to theconstantine.com, and they're only 10 bucks, so may as well just buy them at the door. Uh, it's probably going to sell out, so get there early. Constantine Theater, that's kind of a cool place, too. It's going to be, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a majestic it's place. A historic and, place, really. Great place. It's really going to be nice, a nice deal. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time, and then afterwards, you can go to the, the after hours kickoff party over at Osage Outfitters just across the street from it. Oh, not Osage Outfitters, but the Dry Hollow Bar, owned okay. by the Osage Outfitters okay. folks. And then the after-after party. And then the after-after-after after, after 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 party. party. Ben Johnson Cowboy Museum. We'll be over there at the, at the arena for sure, I bet. <laughs> for sure. Be over there at the arena. They're going to go on the the Phil Ruff Ranch Rodeo Tough the next day motto, probably, that one. It's going to be a good time, though. Everybody's everybody's welcome to come. Yeah, the more the merrier. And then what's the rest of the schedule that week look like? So we got a rodeo Friday morning. Friday morning. Yeah. What time? First go round. You got the schedule there. I'll let you it looks like 10 a.m. Yep, 10 a.m. First round. Then 6 p.m., the second round. And then Saturday, they're letting us sleep in and recuperate. Recuperate. From the after, after, after party. <laughs> um, at 1 p.m. will be the final performance. And then we'll have the awards ceremony at 7. Very nice. Where's the awards ceremony going to be? Uh, right out there? At the fairgrounds, at the Ag Building. Well, that'll be a big time. They're going to be crowning... The, the 2021 
world champion of women's ranch rodeo world champion that's right champions of the world <laughs> we got a seven timer with right. us right here she knows what's going on she's, she's the no guy strength. she's the guy allen of women's ranch rodeo isn't she she's the guy allen oh, trevor brazil my gosh yep. no of women's ranch rodeo chris potter of women's ranch rodeo yep. right here yep. <laughs> i just stay with billy franks <laughs> So what's some of the teams that's going to be oh there and, and tell us where they're from, Billy? I've been talking to these girls. Um, I have a podcast too, you know. And yeah, we're going to get into that in a minute for sure. And you're going to be on mine. Uh-oh. I've been talking to the girls, a little pre-rodeo finals deal to get to know the teams and what they think their advantage is over the other teams. All right. Yeah, pretty interesting. <laughs> Let's hear well, it. We'll need that information before the Calcutta. You'll have to listen to the podcast. <laughs> Jimbo. Okay. Can you just name off no who the spoilers. teams are and where they're okay. from? Yes, I can. For us. I got my cheat sheet. Because we do got a team, I know, from Osage County, and they're going to be a really tough team. Last year was a little, a little eye-opening for them, but I think they're going to be ready this year. Yeah. Pawnee, Silbar. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we have 3KS. Those girls are out of Louisiana and Oklahoma. Woo. Them coon asses are tough, Jimbo. I mean. Yeah, mixed uh, with an Okie. Right. That's an ultra tough team. Right. The two gals from Louisiana are sisters. So there's a bond there. They're, they're ropers. They can rope. Um, That's what it takes. And two Okies. Then we have the Aces and Eights team. Aces over Eights. The Dead Man's, Dead man's hand, hand team. Right. They didn't know that was the dead man's hand when they picked the name. <laughs> it didn't work out too good for a while, Bill, did it? <laughs> okay, so they're from Colorado, and there's some young girls, and they are ropey. They are very good. Um, they'd be a good buy. They're not going to go cheap at the Calcutta. Um, they won a lot of their rodeos that they went to this year. They're tough. They're pretty punchy. Coming all the way from Colorado, you can bet they're going to have their hammer cocked and ready to win a little bit of money right here. They're not coming to donate. Nope. And is this how they're sitting in the world coming in? No, I'm, I think I'm giving these to you alphabetically. Just alphabetically, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, then we have the Cactus Flowers. They're out of Colorado and Wanoki. And they have won the world once and the average twice. Mm, tough team right here. Um, Calvary Cross have cowgirls from Texas and Oklahoma. Uh, they took a break for some re years. Uh, let's see, Calvary Cross won the finals in 2010. They're proven winners right there. Yep, yep. Even though they've switched some team members up, um, they're still just as tough or maybe tougher. Um, you got the Espoila Ranch, um, girls out of Texas and New Mexico. Um, I remember these from last year. They were a tough team last year. Yeah, they ended up winning the finals last year. Yes. And those girls, between all four girls, they have won the world one, two, three, four times and average once. Sounds like they're trying to put a dream team together there, Jimbo. Well, you, got, like it. you got a mother-in-law and two daughter-in-laws and then a really good friend on that team. Uh-oh. So you're talking, they're pretty tight. We know who the boss is on that team. Right, absolutely. <laughs> then you have the High Plains Cowgirls. They're out of Colorado and Oklahoma. They won the world last year. They're a tough team. Reigning world champions right here, Jimbo. Coming back. How are they sitting coming into this year? 
Um, High Plains Cowgirls are setting sixth. Sixth in the world. Sixth in the world, yeah. So you know they're going to be making a strong push. They're going to make their move here at the finals. Yep. They're they're shooting for that average. I think they're wanting to win those Lockhart boots. That's a team to watch. Okay. Then we have the J-Bar team. We have Texas, Oklahoma, and Kansas girls on that team. And J-Bar is setting fourth in for the world. They should have named that the Tri-State, the, tri, the Trifecta team right there, the Tri-State Trifectas. Yeah, they have two veterans on that team and then two new girls on that team this year. Then you have the Keystone Ranch. That's a local, that's just down the road here, right, of Kisa? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, is this uh, uh, the G7? Yep. G7, Greg Ganskow. Oklahoma and Texas girls. Oh. Um you know, that's going to be a good team right there. Local team right here. For sure. And That'd be one to buy in the Calcutta if you got the home field advantage. They know the turf. They know the lay of the land here. Right. I'm sure they know the cattle they're going to be using because, you know, they, I'm sure they most of them had to come from this area. Right. Or where are they bringing all the cattle from? I know the roping cattle's coming from um, and the girls from J-Bar. Okay. Um, gosh darn it. All over. My brain. They're bringing the best in for the best. Right. Something like that. Uh, Pawnee Sale Barn, there's your local team. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a toughie. Yeah. You got Tamara Smith. Tamara Smith. She's been to the Women's National Finals Rodeo, roping. And she's a crack shot healing or heading, Jimbo. And... Strip steers. She's a steer roper. Yep. Right. She's the only... I think she might be the only woman that's currently uh, competing in the steer roping. But... Guy Allen trained her. Very, very yep. tough, tough cowgirl right there. Yeah, and then Stormy Bledsoe, she's... Buddy Bledsoe's wife. Yep. She's a good cowgirl. Uh, Becca Gaggin. Yep. Barnes Doll. And Casey Joe. Oh, yeah. Casey Joe. Casey Joe Hodge. <laughs> I wanted to say Combs, but I couldn't remember what... Yeah, that that's, her, that's her maiden name. <laughs> but Me and Casey go, Joe go way back. She's the wildest uh, woman in Oklahoma. Casey Joe Hodge over there, married into the wildest family in Oklahoma, right there <laughs> from Turley, Oklahoma. Now, she uh, she was she won the Women's Rookie of the Year healing here a few years ago for yeah. the Women's Rodeo Association Rookie of the Year. And I think Becca won it the year afterward. There we go. So that's a pretty ropey team. They should dominate in the roping events. That's what they thought last year. This was. Rodeo is a very humbling sport, but this is a stacked team right here. That's one to look at right there, Jimbo. Right. Okay. So if you're listening, Calcutta people, you know. Maybe Alan, you think Alan will come up and buy them? Well, if Alan's going to buy one, this is just my pick right here. This is my personal pick because I think after the lessons they learned last year, they're more prepared this year. Right. They're more prepared this but year. But they won't bring a lot of money because they didn't do good last year. Well. So there you go. That's perfect. They, they shouldn't. The way they did last year, they shouldn't bring That's too much I mean. if they're That's going solely on last year's performance. That's so. perfect. But it's a tough team. Right. And it's a local Osage County team, all right. the girls on there. Right. Um, remind me of something after we finish this. And then we have Pushard Cattle Company. This is going to be a tough team too, yeah. Jimbo. Absolutely. Who's all on this team? Well, Billy Franks. The legendary Billy Franks, seven-time world champion, three-time average winner. World champion. That's right. Of the world. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> ah, woo. 
<laughs> uh, Jenna Adam Stirwalt. Oh my lord, she's another ringer right here. She's as tough as they come. Four-time world champion from right here in Osage County. Shane Stirwalt. He's been a ranch rodeo world champion. Right. Local ranching family. Yep, I know his dad. Tough, tough, tough team right there. Who else is on it? Nisa Smith. Oh my lord, this keeps getting tougher. Yeah, yeah, the one that always feels froggy. Yeah. <laughs> I know who you're talking about now. So, so me, Jenna, and Nisa have been together for 11 years. Wow. On a team. Dream team. How many times has your team, that team, the, the won the world? The three of us? Yes. The three of us together. Has to be the four. Well, no, our fourth person, maybe the fourth person just don't want to put up with us. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the three of us, one, two, three, four, four times, um... For the world and two times in the average and those two times we also won the world that we won the average wow that's tough that's tough so they've really dominated over the years if you think how many years they've been having it compared to how many years billy been walking across that stage as world champion so it's really really uh, high odds that how are y'all sitting this year for the world? Second. Second. What's splitting y'all? Do y'all go on points or money? Uh, 117 is first and 107 second. Ten. Ten points. Ten points. So what's each go round worth in points or each event? I can't remember. Probably at least ten. <laughs> I can't remember the scoring system. So it's going to be neck and neck, back and forth. It's going to be a grind for three. It's going to be good watching. Long go rounds right there and she's got a legitimate chance you know it's always better sometimes to come in second because you're planning on winning when you go there anyway but you don't have that all that pressure of staying first right right so i'm rooting for this team right here jimbo push hard for that world championship i want to talk about number four on the team okay let's do it because uh i think very high of her and we competed against her for years and uh michelle dyer she is, uh, let's see, one, she won the world once, and she's won the average three times on the team that won the average three times. So do you steal her away from another team? I don't know, just luck, I guess. <laughs> I wouldn't say there was no stealing. It she was just, a free agent. Well, when someone makes a move, they want to make a move to the toughest team right, where they got the absolutely. best chance to win, I would assume, yep. so... Uh, it's a blessing to have Michelle on the team. She fits really well. That sounds like the team to beat now, to me. It's going to be a tough, tough it's, team. They know they know what they're doing. They've been there, done that. This isn't their first rodeo. That's something to say right there. Right. That's something to say right there. That makes them hard to beat too, Jimbo. Absolutely. They know what needs to be done. W I N to win they're winners team winners <laughs> who else do we have we have rafter b out of oklahoma rafter b out of oklahoma they're a new team they've never been to the finals before they're kind of ropey so is any one of the 12 could win it you know i'm going to look back at some facts from like the national final steer rope in there jimbo there's a couple of guys bryce davis's first year in mm-hmm won the average. Or Tayton, first year, won the average. 
Several of those guys. Chet Heron. Chet Heron. First year, won the average. Tony Reyna, first year, won the average. Yep. I can go on and on. First got first year guys winning the average and in other events. So uh those first year people, there's something to really watch out for sometimes. So two of the twelve teams, if I'm remembering right, two of the twelve teams have the same people that they had last year. Everybody else has switched it up this year. Okay. Okay. So those two teams are Espoila Ranch and High Plains Cowgirls. The two teams that won the world and the average last year are back with the same people. They didn't want to mess up a winning recipe, so they stuck with it for another year. And let's see how it works out for them. It sounds like most, all the teams are going to be tough, Jimbo. Oh, yeah, there are no weak, weak ones here, for sure. It doesn't sound like it. doesn't sound like there's any uh, that's going to not be very competitive. They wouldn't be here. Yep. And after talking to all the girls, they all think they're going to win it. And that's what I like is, you know, not just showing up just because, okay, we went to a few rodeos and we got lucky enough to qualify. We qualified and we're going to win it. That's that's good. And it's going to be good watching because I think it's going to be if one team goes out and it's like a 14-23, the next team is going to go out and be a 13-98. I think that's the way it's going to be. That's my prediction. It's just going to be back and forth. It's right. not going to be a runaway, I don't think. They're going to feed off of each other. Right. That happens sometimes, Jimbo. Oh, yeah. It makes them all tougher when somebody sets the bar pretty high on a run or something and somebody else has to do better and pushes a little harder and it just magnifies you. Know? And then they're voting on the last events. Say, a lot of them get together and they know all the top teams and they know their weak events. Mm-hmm. That's the events I'd vote in. The ones the top teams aren't capable of doing, hoping they get a no time, pump us up in the average or the world. Mm-hmm. Who knows what's going to be going on on this voting deal? It's going to change the game. Totally. We're either going to cuss it or praise it. Yeah. Well, the winners are going to love it, <laughs> no, and the losers are going to hate it, just like every anymore. single uh, rodeo or roping I've ever been to in my life. <laughs> uh, most of the time, the winners don't have anything bad to say, and the losers, they, they don't like anything that, that happened. There's several several uh, contributing factors why they didn't win. So You know, luck of the draw. <laughs> Exactly. You know, exactly. if you're having a good roping day or not, I mean, it's what it's going to come down to, I think, is, is your cattle and your draw. That's what it comes down to. Normal. And their horsepower. Right. Who's mounted? I mean, everybody's right. talented. Everybody's mounted. These girls got some nice horses. And who handles the pressure, too? It all has to come together. That's right. I know where I'm going to be. What's the ticket price is going to be to get in? Cheap, cheap, cheap. cheap. What is it, 10 bucks? I know I get in. About $10. I know I get in free. Um, adults, $10 per performance or $25 for all three performances. Kids, 10 and under, get in free. Can't even go to a movie for that, can you, Jimbo? Can't even buy popcorn at the movie for that. Can't even buy the soda water to go with the popcorn for that, Jimbo. Pitiful. And you're helping out your local Osage Cattlewomen and the association. That's right. So, Billy, you're on the Cowboys of the Osage podcast, but it's pretty delightful for us to have a, uh, a celebrity of your magnitude on. <laughs> you have a podcast. Tell everybody about it and uh, and what you talk about on that thing. Well, we talk. And when it comes out and where to watch it. Well, <laughs> you never know when they're going to come out. We're not on a schedule because it's hard um, to tie these girls down. 
and we just kind of talk about whatever crosses our minds and sometimes there's alcohol involved um it could be in the feed truck could be a horseback could be cooking supper just whatever works out that they say i'll be free about nine o'clock then i make sure i'm free nine o'clock we talked we talk to rodeo producers um some of our sponsors um sometimes the winning teams um kelsey um thomas that's on this whaler ranch she she comes on a lot um Joette Schwala, out of the uh, High Plains Cowgirl, she comes on a lot. Um, Lori Campbell, our old teammate, she comes on quite a bit to visit. We cover a lot of stuff. Jimbo catches quite a few of the episodes. He yeah, watches I've them. I've listened to several of them. Yeah. Did you listen to I Want to Be a Cowgirl, but they said I couldn't cuss? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to go back and, and look at that. So what all, what 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 services does it play on, your, y'all's podcast? I think you can get on your iTunes or any other. And the name of it is what again? Women's Ranch Rodeo. Oh, Women's Ranch Rodeo. You can catch Billy Franks on there. Yeah, you can go to our website, the Women's Ranch Rodeo Association website, and there's a link that will take you directly to the podcast. That's what, that's what I did. Just Google it. Google it up. Just use the Google. It's yep. not, uh, it's not, there's not a lot of editing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't wait to catch a couple episodes of it. Yeah. It's good. Next drive I take somewhere, Jimbo, I'm going to queue them up and check them out. Right. Well, Jimbo, do you got anything else for Billy today? Well, just thank her for coming over. We enjoyed it, but uh, just encourage everybody to come out on the 15th and 16th and, and watch this because it's really going to be good and come the 14th to the kickoff party and bring your money and buy somebody in the Calcutta. You'll- yeah, all the uh, all the proceeds from that go right back to the Women's Ranch Rodeo on that on the Calcutta end. Yeah. So everything that we're doing on that from the museum end, we're donating straight back to them, Jimbo. So Great. it's going to be a really, really good time. Everybody come out. 14th, 15th, 16th. 15th. Of October this year, Women's Ranch Rodeo World Finals right here in Pahuska, Oklahoma. There's well, no place else to be. There ain't no place else to be. Be there, be square. That's right. <laughs> well, Billy. Yes, Cody. So what do you, th- uh, do you got any great advice for up and coming cowgirls to shoot towards the ranch rodeo end? Or do you think they should focus on this new breakaway roping? What What would your be advice for, for young cowgirls? right now, today, wanting to get into the Western way of life? I think the money's in the breakaway. I really do. If if you're a ranch type or, or like that type of thing where it's not the same thing every time in a different event, I would say enter a women's ranch rodeo. Uh, Go to them both. Yeah, just interrupt. Interrupt. What do you think about the direction that women's rodeo sports is headed in right now. I think it's great. I think there's a lot of good hands out there, both in the breakaway and I've seen this grow since, what, 2004, from just being some Kansas teams and that one New Mexico team to grabbing girls. Um, You know, Jenna's originally from Florida. Her and her sister both rodeoed. Um, We've had girls... um, like I say, they're from Louisiana, uh, New Mexico, Wyoming's came in before. Uh, 
North Dakota. It just depends, you know, Nebraska. This year we don't have anybody from Nebraska, but we had some rodeos up there. Uh, Colorado. There's some tough girls all over the place, and I can remember telling a girl one time that my vision when we started, there had to be more ranching girls out there in other states that would enjoy this, you know, to come together. And she thought I was crazy. And every once in a while she reminds me that she was wrong and I was right. <laughs> and it's, it's a good bunch of girls. And if you talk to any of the girls, they will tell you what they enjoy most is getting together with other girls that have the same interest as what they do, that, that face the same problems um, day in and day out, um, horseback with their cattle, trying to be a mom and a cattlewoman, trying to be a mom and a team roper. I mean, uh, young girls coming up uh, that's thinking about marrying a cowboy or something, we can kind of deter them from that. Um, <laughs> oh. um, it's, a, it's a great life, and, and we're a minority group. Cowboys are a minority anyway. Um, cowgirls that compete in the arena, whether it's breakaway or ranch rodeo, it's even more minority, and the girls really support each other. Um, if you need anything, you can call any one of those girls um, if you're close, and they will help you out. Uh, the bond that we have on the non-competitive side of the fence is is one that I've never had with anyone else. But on the competitive side, as soon as that gate shuts and it's your turn to go, you're there to get the best time with the cattle that you drew. It's not there to beat this guy. You're trying to do the best you can with what, what you have drawn with your teammates. And that's what I enjoy is working with the other three girls that have the same values that I have, that work the same as I do, that uh, handle cattle the same. But I think that's why it works for us. You know, every world champion we've had on the show, Jimbo, that's what they've told us. Right. They do the best they can on that particular run than they can do. They're not going out to beat right. the rest of everybody. Every single one of them that's been a world champion has told us they just go make the best run they can with what they're working with. Right. And let the chips fall where they lay. Yep. That's right. And here's another one to add to that list right, right. there, Jimbo. For sure. Well, I like the way the Women's Ranch Rodeo and the women's rodeo sports and the way, Western way of life that, that it, that's coming along right now is headed because I'm, I'm a father of two young girls, and I just like to see, I like to see the way this deal's headed for sure. And uh, we're going to support it 110% wholeheartedly just because uh, it's a great thing. It's a great thing to see. I like the way everything's headed. And uh, Billy, we sure appreciate you coming on today so much. I it's love been, being here. It's been a great time. <laughs> we've been uh, we've had a great time today, Jimbo. Sure have. And I highly encourage everybody to get over here to Pahuska, Oklahoma, October fourteenth, fifteenth, and sixteenth. We got the kickoff party. Fourteenth starts, uh, I think, around six o'clock that yeah. that evening. And then they got two performances on Friday. One earlier in the day. One later in the day. Check it out on their 
website, Women's Ranch Rodeo. Be sure and check out Billy on Women's Ranch Rodeo podcast. Comes on all the time. It's great, Jimbo says, and I'm going to check it out myself because uh, it sounds like a big bunch of great characters to listen to and learn some stuff about what's going on in, in Women's Ranch Rodeo and, and maybe their hectic lives and hectic ranch lives and some some of the wrecks that happen to them on a daily basis. That just sounds Some of uh, our philosophy. <laughs> some of our philosophy. <laughs> I'd like to hear some of that. We try to we that's, try to keep it fairly family friendly on our deal. That's but. the after 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 party. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody check all that great stuff out. Get to Pahuska Women's Ranch Rodeo World Finals. October 14th, 15th, and 16th. And uh, we're just glad to have you guys here, and we're proud to to be a part of the Women's Ranch Rodeo Association right here in Pahuska, Oklahoma. And, and you got anything else to tell anybody before we sign off, Billy? Come to the Osage the 14th, 15th, and 16th. That's all right. That's right. See everybody then. And until then, see you guys next week right here on the Cowboys of the Osage podcast, coming to you from the Ben Johnson Cowboy Museum. See y'all. <laughs>